we're live. Hey. hey. Hi. How you doing? <clears throat> I'm getting a little bit of a, like, cold or something, I think, because my throat has been acting weird all day. Yeah, the, oh, man, I just... I just got over like some kind of little bug or something. I think I think it was just like allergies, like seasonal allergies. But that always just like nowadays that freaks me the hell out because it's yeah. like yeah. I haven't been within six feet of anyone else yeah. in n- nine months. How am I sick? D- did I get COVID? Yeah. Like, oh God! Did, is this? Did I finally get it? And like yeah. numbers are going up. So if anything, it's more likely than ever. Yep. <clears throat> sure. Everything is fun now. Yeah. Uh, I guess like my only good thing is that I don't have a cough. It's just kind of like phlegmy throat. So I'm. A it, little it could bad. be the pressure change because it, it's jumped temperatures a lot this past like three days. It's been weird here. Yeah. These last few days for sure. So I don't know. And it just kind of started out of nowhere. There was like no gradual buildup or anything. It was just like, oh, your throat feels weird now. All right, so we'll see. Just deal with it. I like yeah. just the second started getting like a phlegmy throat, which is great for a podcast. Yeah, it's so awesome. That's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Although um, my state's like shutting down further again with all the numbers going up. They closed yeah. my gym. Our province should, but will it is the other question. God, if it doesn't, they're so fucking stupid. Our province has been terrible recently. Oh. I am. Um, the governor just today announced a uh, a curfew of between 10 p.m. and 5. No no gatherings of non-essential workers between those times. I'm here thinking you should not gather at any time. Don't wait till yeah. after 10 p.m. to stop doing it. COVID ha- hits you at any time. <laughs> what, what is with this 10 to 5 thing? <clears throat> yeah. I don't know who that helps, but... I guess yeah. the economy more than anything. Mm. I, yeah, I guess. If anything, all that's going to do is like force bars not to be open, I guess. But bars aren't yeah. open around here. So. Sure. Yeah. Sheesh. No good. Sheesh. Sheesh. Yeah. On a lighter note, I just got done watching the Fresh Prince reunion that's on for American <coughs> HBO Max and for us here, Crave. I heard I heard about that. I want to look that up. T- tell me what about it? it. Actually, first, real quick question. Yeah. Is it like a Zoom thing or are they actually in person? They're in, in person, person on the set. Okay. The old set. Yeah. Oh, man. So what is it? Is it is it like a, a special? Is it just them <laughs> yeah. chatting? It's them talking for about an hour, a little over an hour, hour and 15 minutes or so. Um, Just kind of talking about the show and like how it changed their lives and things that they remember things that they liked a whole bunch of like behind the scenes footage kind of cut in uh montage right. to james avery which made me almost cry because uncle phil is like tv's dad sure. and it sucks that he died um and everyone's the uncle. biggest thing is that he talked to and squashed the beef with the original and vivian janet hubert and uh that was huge honestly i don't think i know that there was beef so, or anything yeah, because he said that she was difficult to work with because she wasn't like hanging out with them apparently back in the like early seasons. Is this Will Smith because, said this? 
Yeah. And okay. basically she was like, you know, that as like a very dark skinned black woman in Hollywood, you said like my death net, like the death nail into my coffin for like ever basically saying that. And he's like, yeah, oh, I know. And they were talking about it and she like attacked him back in like social media and stuff. They basically just like apologized to each other. And she like let out of the bag that the reason why. I wasn't like hanging out and stuff and getting close with the cast is because I was coming home to an abusive husband and blah, blah, blah. And just like, Jesus Christ, this poor lady, dude. <laughs> this reunion through. sounds crazy. Yeah. But then they were like, I, yeah, all happy and like hugging and stuff like that. Because I'm, I'm sure assuming Carlton does the dance. <laughs> there is a part where he does a dance. Yeah, uh-huh. of course. How, how can there. you not? You know? Yeah. OK. Yeah, no, for sure. It's very cool if you're a fan of like behind the scenes type like talking stuff and specifically if you're a big fan of Fresh Prince it's worth watching for sure. Really cool. I should watch that for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's great. Also everybody's very old looking <laughs> which you can like sure. tell because Sh- they shocking. keep sh- they keep showing a video of like the show and behind the scenes is like holy crap they were actual kids doing this shit like a lot of them it's crazy yeah yeah, yeah. no for sure <clears throat> i'm excited to watch a few things this weekend because some stuff came out on streaming that i wanted to watch uh that lego star wars holiday movie on oh, disney i don't Plus. even know about that okay yeah so maybe check that out um i want to check i want to watch that uh and then the new mutants mm-hmm. is now on streaming to rent oh, and i want to see what was that it? just abomination i was gonna say wasn't that bad <laughs> it was bad but it was in like this weird like limbo of being released for like years it kept getting pushed back yeah and so i just i just gotta know because i've known about this movie for so long and i gotta know what it what it is um yeah and then i got oh, my man. weekly baby yoda gotta gotta watch that for oh, sure. oh my god last episode holy crap jesus good bad huge lore bombs like of people from the clone wars specifically and like they're going to things are heating up to be very cool so hopefully that stays on the air for a while longer like at least another season i think they have an uh confirmed already a third season <clears throat> that's not so Mandalorian. okay I, I believe so yeah that's very exciting very, very i would exciting. assume so because i would assume you would look at like what are the Disney Plus subscribers? Okay, this is how many Mandalorian people we have watching because that's like yeah. kind of one of the few things on that service that isn't an, an old movie. Um, sure. Or The Simpsons. Or The, the Simpsons. Simpsons, sure. Yeah. Sure. I don't think I've met a single person who is subscribing to Disney Plus just for Simpsons. Yeah, uh, I don't think I have either. My wife. <clears throat> my yeah. wife. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was what we were using uh, Disney Plus for for the longest time, and then we we're like, oh, let's watch The Mandalorian, and then we got into that. Okay, nice. Cool. But we got into The nice. Mandalorian when like season one had already ended, so you just binged it, and you can watch it all at once. Like, why not? Yeah, yeah, that's a great way to do it for sure. Yeah, so yep. we haven't even well, like we we spread it out over a couple days, but yeah, like we watch like two or three episodes a day basically. Yeah, nice. nice. Yeah. You know what I'm excited for? They announced um, Wonder Woman's coming to HBO Max on Christmas. Oh, oh, that's, that's going to be that's awesome because we already know that soul the next pixar movie is also hitting disney plus on christmas there's gonna be some great movies on christmas day to watch for free free you know subscript subscription free free yeah. i'm excited <clears throat> yeah okay cool um 
anyway, let's 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 get into it because John's got lots to talk about. Do I? Um, yeah, you're you're you caught up. Um, not quite. You're not, not quite. Uh, this is the top number perspective <laughs> for November nineteenth. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. John, tell us about your shiny new PlayStation. I would, but I got the other shiny new console instead. That's right, ladies. So you did gentlemen. catch up. Hey, I got the Game and Watch. Oh Super no, you didn't Mario. Catch up. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you didn't catch up. Yeah, <laughs> that's exciting. This thing's this thing's actually really neat. It has, it's, yeah, it looks pretty cool yeah. for sure. It, it's very nice. Through. But I legitimately cannot recommend this to anyone unless you are super a collector, because yeah, game yeah, watches yeah. are fucking tiny. And I keep forgetting this. This thing is so it doesn't tiny. Have a headphone jack, which is insane to me. Here, here's an NES controller. They are. It is smaller than an NES controller, which is already pretty fucking small. I don't have anything yeah. actually more reasonable to compare it to here. How about a? You have a, a banana. Uh, yeah. Why would I have a banana? Here. Mm. Here's about a. Shock how about a Game Boy Micro? You have the same color. There you go. Well, okay, okay, that's smaller. Yeah, that is the same color. It's nice. <clears throat> Yeah. Well, it's the Famicom, right? So yeah, uh, this um, thing I went through it. Like, I went through an arc this week of like I need I need to tell my parents like some Christmas gifts, and I I had I don't need like anything, so I was like maybe I'll get maybe I'll get asked for this thing. Like yeah, I'm never gonna buy this myself. And then I was, I was looking at it, and I was like I don't even like Super Mario Bros. One, and Super Mario Bros. The Lost Levels is horrible. I why am I asking for this? And so I did not. Yeah, no, okay. I think you made the right choice. Like I said, uh, this is really only good if you're into collecting or you like Game & Watches or you just really like Mario 1 and Lost Levels. Uh, or you like want said, the clock. The, hmm? Or if you want the or clock. You yeah, the, a- clock, the clock feature is kind of neat. <laughs> uh, the annoying thing is it beeps. I don't know how you can, if you can hear <laughs> that. No. All right, give yeah, me a second. It turn, it's not like every second it beeps, right? Like I'm assuming it beeps on like the hour. Is every second. I heard one beep. Right. Yeah, I, I, and we heard I it when I, you talk because it's not loud enough to hit the. Uh, yeah, I I think it's threshold. not hitting my my threshold here. Okay, now now yeah. I am hearing it yeah. under your voice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So and like special events happen like every hour and stuff like that. There's some cool animations. Okay. Uh, I was but, joking. You don't buy this if you need a clock. That's the worst idea yeah. I've ever heard of. Here, how how does this sound? Uh, Are coming through the threshold at all? I just yeah. should have known. Yeah. I'm getting like some of Mario's theme. Yeah, it yeah. like I said, it, <laughs> it's a neat way of playing the Mario games if you want it. It's it's USB powered, so you don't even need to uh buy watch batteries for it. The screen is super clear. Uh but it is nothing more than a novelty. Or unless you just really like Mario, so it seems like a cool thing it. to put like on your shelf on a nice display. It seems like a cool yeah. thing. But another bummer thing is uh, it doesn't have a stand, unlike some of the other Game & Watches that are built like this, oh. so that's a little bit of a bummer. But I, it, I, it also has ball in it, right? Like It does it have, does have ball, it. yeah. Okay. So it has, it has uh, <laughs> Mario 1, Lost Levels, and uh, or they actually call it Mario 2 in this. So we have Mario 1, Mario 2, and uh, ball. And yeah, a clock. And clock. Don't, don't and discount clock. clock. Yeah, I don't uh, and yes, <laughs> and yes, I did actually finally get a PS5. So yay, yeah, we've been playing nice, the yeah, PS5. Let's talk about let's talk about some new new consoles. And uh, and you said it got a Series X. No. Oh, oh, that's right. Uh, no, you did the Switcher. I'm yeah, still yeah, trying to get the Series X. Okay. 
So, so your, your PS5 just eventually showed up after getting delayed? Yep. It got out of limbo. It showed up. That thing is gigantic. Dear God. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is comically big, and I still haven't gotten used to it. Like, I keep... the I, From where I sit for dinner versus where my TV is, I can see the PS5 because it's behind. And every time I look over there, it's just like, that thing is still huge like i i have it, it it's ne- it's it is never a comfortable level of large every time you look I, at it you just laugh yeah well like i at first i thought like the only thing i could compare it to size wise was the ps3 <clears throat> and the bloody thing is bigger than the ps3 which was already really big oh man yeah like think of like almost any console that was made fun of for either being big or having like a big power brick or something large. And this thing is like twice as big as that. Oh, this is actually OK. This actually has the, the dimensions of it. It is about 40 centimeters tall. So almost 16 inches tall. That is surprisingly tall for a console. Like, I don't, like, I we have it upstairs right now because we've actually been playing some games on it. But, like, when I have to bring it down here for streaming, I have no idea where the fuck to put it. Just, like, on the floor, probably. Are you, are you, pr- when you have it displayed and, and, and putting mm-hmm. it to work, do you have it vertical or horizontal? I have it standing up because we didn't have anywhere to put it lying down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, Except, like, the, the cubicle, the, the cubicle where all the consoles is right now. So we have a cubicle there uh, upstairs that has the Switch dock and the PS3 in it. And it's like the PS3, uh, the final model. Which I don't even know what they called that one. Uh, yeah, but I don't, I don't know. But we have both of those there, and the PS5 itself takes up that entire spot <coughs> when it's on its side. <laughs> yeah. So we're just like, fuck it, let's just put it standing up in the corner. That was the best we could yeah. do. Just put it in the corner. Because yeah. the, 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 plug, the plug cord that comes with it is too short to actually reach where we wanted to put it. So we were just like, yeah, just oh, put man. it here. Yeah. Weird. But, uh, yeah, that thing is also loud. Really? Are, I, the only time I have heard either yeah. of my two new consoles is when I put in my Horizon Zero Dawn disc to install. Yes. Then the fan kicked up. It is so, that's that's when it was the loudest. When it was installing, I put Demon Souls and uh, Miles Morales on there already. Uh <clears throat> fucking loud <laughs> i i mean mine wasn't like that loud it was just like oh yeah this is like a computer fan for sure no but that, other than that whisper quiet haven't it, heard them yeah. once it was uh i'm standing two rooms away and i can hear it going loud <laughs> weird i'm curious is it is it still audible when because i'm assuming you're playing all your games disc uh well i, I the, one of the games i've been playing isn't disc based right and I'm, and I'm sure that one's real quiet. But when you're yeah. playing the disc ones, is it loud because it's reading I, a disc? I haven't, I haven't dug into the disc ones yet to find out. Oh, so. okay. You know, I bet it's not. I bet it's just doing like a quick check to make sure there's a disc in there. And then I bet it's installed like that entire game on the hard drive anyway. So I bet it's still quiet. Yeah. So like when we watched some movies on it already, like we watched a, a bit of Knight Rider on it, some TV shows and that. And it was really quiet. Like it was quieter than the PS3 was, and that wasn't even all that loud, other than like the fan kicking it every now and then. Uh, cool. But yeah, no, installing games off a disc, it was like everyone said the PS4 was loud, and that was louder than the PS4 by far. Uh, okay. But uh, yeah, no, so far it seems okay. I like I like a lot of things they did with the uh, with the menus and that now. Like if someone sends you a friend request. 
or you get an achievement or trophy, you don't have to leave the game. You yeah, just press the nice. button and it and it's just a pop up now, which is nice. I'll tell you one thing I don't like that I've come mm. across because now I'm getting kind of used to the UI a bit. I bet you the, the same um, thing as you want to you want to look at your friends list in the like game base or yeah. whatever it's called. They put your recent parties up there first. So for me, so like if I want to see who's online, I have to scroll past whatever my recent parties were, and then I can see my online friends. Since I don't use the PlayStation ecosystem that much, mm. I have just some like ancient ass parties in there um, oh. from forever ago. I don't know why it's remembering those. And here's the other thing. The four. So there's four for them for me. <clears throat> None of those are actually like parties that I like made with my friends. They're random groups that like added me in there that are called like free PSN cards mm. or lovable underscore fanny because it was clearly a bot trying to get something. So uh-huh. I get to look at those every time I want to see what my friends who that are online are. Nice. Hmm. Uh, that wasn't quite what I thought you were going to say, but yeah, my <laughs> issue I've had is that they, uh, the PS4 and the PS5, the, the PlayStation buttons work backwards now uh, to bring up the menu to like shut off the system is tapping the button and to go oh, back to the, the main menu is hold when it's the other way around on the PS4. Oh, yeah. weird. I'm fine okay. with that. That's not yeah, really it's, that's going to take a bit to get used to, but it's just really weird because yeah. I go back and forth between the systems a fair amount. Oh, yeah. Uh, sure. But yeah, no, also like getting used to like, all right, what what is on this dashboard now? Uh, okay, where's the trophy thing? <laughs> How do yeah, I... Yeah, finding trophies is kind of weird because you have to yeah. go into like the games page and then yeah. like down to the right, which is odd. I really wish in that, in that like uh, that bar along the bottom when you tap it, there was a trophy one. I, I'm I'm shocked that there isn't. <clears throat> also like the news tabs i keep turning my my console on and i haven't and i played a little bit of miles morales on the weekend but i haven't played it for a few days mm. and there's always a little card there telling me something miles morales related to jaden smith <laughs> that is at all times one of the first things i get to see when i turn my playstation 5 on i could not care less and i kind of hate the idea that i'm gonna have advertisements every time i turn this thing on my ps5 keeps telling me to buy devil may cry 5 <laughs> so it See, knows. if it was at least game related, like I get that Nintendo does that with their news, but like I don't need this like l- what is probably a promotional video for something from Jaden Smith. I don't need that ever, to be fair, to be honest. Yeah, that's fair. Sure. <clears throat> yeah, now that I've uh, had some time to play with the system, uh, I kind of like it. Like I said, not a big fan of the giant size of it. I bet you the. Uh, the shrunk down size of the of the like mid gen model is going to be like real tiny by comparison. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, like so far, it's been cool. I, the the coolest feature of the system, hands down, are the adaptive controller or the adaptive triggers. That that controller is pretty cool. That is the, the coolest uh, feature of that controller, hands down. So okay, I'm just curious, like what you've done with it. What games have you played on with your PS5 that utilize that controller? So far, it's uh, been Astro's Playroom and Spider-Man Remastered. Okay, I'm curious. So I've I've played the Spider uh, Astro, so I definitely know what you're talking about there. What does Spider-Man Remastered do? Uh, like triggers? when like there's some like resistance, like when you're running, you can feel it vibrating specifically when you're web swinging and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, so, like, any movement that uses the trigger is adjusted accordingly to what you're doing. So, like, you can feel, like, the rumbling and the swinging, and when you let go and do it again. 
uh, when you're actually swinging. I might so have to it, focus like, it's, a little It should more be similar to how it controls in miles, I would imagine. Well, that's what I was going to say. So I've, I've been playing some miles, and I just felt like I wasn't like I, I was never feeling the kind of resistance that that Astro has on. No, those Astro triggers. specifically is designed to show you what that thing can do to the extreme. And Spider-Man's right. just like, here's like a light thing we, we're going to do. Here's what most devs are probably going to do with the triggers. Yeah, I kind of wish there was more because I just think it's so cool every time those triggers are like hard to press. Yeah, but that but those triggers are also kind of worry me. Like I'm worrying what happens when those things break. Now, one of my friends showed me that apparently in the menu option, you can just like disable that stuff completely. Yeah, and I have also heard like on a game basis, um, for, like Call of Duty, you can turn that off. Yeah, since it will actually slow down your like trigger finger. Oh, yeah, that would be bad. For, for hmm. like competitive and stuff, so so you can turn that kind of stuff off if you do. And I'm I'm I'm, ass- I'm assuming this stuff will kind of get it, it like massaged out, and anything that's first party Sony will just be totally awesome to use it. Yeah, because they're gonna like hands down for sure use it. But yeah, um, but let's talk about Astro because I've I've been playing a bunch of Astro as well. All right, uh, I finished Astro. Like I, I well finished it. Like we got all the collectibles and everything. Uh, cute game, very cute. Nice trip down PlayStation memory lane. Uh, I absolutely hate some of those transformations they made you use, though. I get it. I get it's a controller tech demo, but yeah. Yeah. I've only played two of the stages, the uh, Cooling Springs and Jungle, but I liked both the frog and the monkey. Those, mm, I was gonna say those were the best two, but no, Uh, the monkey was one of the cool ones. I liked the monkey a lot, except I hated how I had to keep swinging the controller back and forth to actually make the grabs. I thought that got annoying after a while, but I got it. I got what they were going for with it. Uh, the frog hit or miss, but it was otherwise pretty straightforward. Uh, the one I hate the most, uh, you have not gotten yet. It is the PS1 theme zone. Uh, it is. Uh, do you want me to spoil it for you, Sean, or do you want to go find it for yourself? Uh, I guess you can go ahead. It's not a huge deal. All right. Um, the transformation in that one is uh, Marble Madness style. They put you in a ball, and you have okay. to use the touchpad to to oh. move how oh. the ball moves. It's okay. not good. It is not good. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's not great. Um, the other zone, the PlayStation 2 I will, zone. I will say, was, that was I feel good. like the touchpad is less sensitive than the PS4's touchpad. Yeah, I believe you're correct yeah. on that. Yeah, you have to press kind of harder to get it to do its yeah. thing. I've noticed that specifically in Ghost of Tsushima. What I what I specifically noticed with, with the ball rolling part was that like I would roll like sideways and then it would have a drift down downward. It would constantly be like, oh, I'd have to keep re readjusting for that, which was annoying. And it doesn't seem to be based on the ground. And then, uh, yeah, then there's a thing later on with that, which was just really super annoying. But I won't. I'll let you go into that okay. without my opinion. I on appreciate it. that. I think Astro is is tons of fun. And I think Astro the, is like, a... uh, the level design is, again, great. Like they, they're just doing some like really inventive and, and good platforming yeah. uh, with that character. I loved the song in the jungle. They just oh they the have GPU like song versions. is great. Yeah, it's a they have four versions of a song where they're singing about a computer's GPU and like that's just awesome. I love it. Like, you can just find the that. lyrics hidden in the stage. It's really cute. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, just I think that's actually game. an excellent way of kind of introducing people to the system. I think that's super neat. I wish more consoles did that. Yeah, it's a pretty great like tech demo you're getting out of there. I I, I don't even want to call it a tech demo because it's like a full game. Yeah, it's a full game, but yeah, it is also very yeah. much ideal. Like they even reference other tech demos in the game. Like you see, like the rubber duckies everywhere for the PS3 and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did you play um, Astrobot in VR that no. game? 
I do not have a you VR sh- setup at all. Okay, right. Because you should, because like again, it's if you enjoyed the platforming, that one is just as creative. It's it's just more Astrobot. So mm-hmm. like that. Well, I, I might great. I might get the VR setup now with the the PS5 here, and I've got the camera already. That weird ass clam camera. Uh, I mean, at this point, you're probably wait better off waiting like a year or two for them to announce whatever new camera they're going to have, because I bet it'll be like smaller and better and in every way. Yeah, I'm thinking they're I'm wondering what they're going to say for PS5 VR. So that's why I'm just going to hold off for that. And since everything seems to be like backwards compatible. Well, so at the moment, no PSVR games work on the PS5. I wasn't aware of that. Uh, they have to put some work into porting those all over. You can use your PSVR on the PS5, and if and you can order it for free an adapter, which I have. I got the adapter sent to me, but you can't play any of the games on there yet. So in the in the future, I will be able to. But clearly, there's going to be one that will not need that adapter. Like like I said, I, I would just hold off on whatever the next version is, the PSVR two, because um, I bet it'll. You know, like I said, it'll look better. Everything else. Yeah, so Astro was fun. We beat that. Uh, and then I've been playing a bunch of uh, Spider-Man Remastered. Nice. So you chose yeah. not to go into Miles. You wanted to play the first one. I, I was going to play Miles. And then I... Uh, the funny thing was, I actually didn't end up playing Miles because of a weird mistake. So uh, oh. I went to the game on my dashboard. And it said it was the PS4 version of the game. Yeah. And I was confused. I'm like, why is it doing this? Like... I don't want to play the PS4 version, nor do I own it. And uh, then I dug through the menu and found how to change what version of the game you got to play. So it's you're talking of Miles Morales specifically. Of Miles Morales, I'm specifically okay. talking of okay. Miles Morales. Yeah. Okay. So I found the PS5 version and it showed the disc icon and everything, and uh, it kept saying like, uh, "Put the disc in the tray and then load it." And I'm like, "Wait, no, it's already in there. Why is it not loading?" So I was like, "Oh, whatever. I'll, I'll go play remastered instead." And then I remembered when we were playing Remastered, oh shit, we put Knight Rider in there. <laughs> so I took out oh, the disc and didn't remember swapping the disc. So because oh, of that, I ended up playing the Remastered instead. So. so I mean, that is a little bit of user error, but I have been hearing time and time again, and I, and I have this a little bit myself, there mm-hmm. is just a weird problem, and this is another like kind of next-gen gripe I'm having with the PS5, mm-hmm. of am I playing the right version of the game? Cause you, cause like when I bought Miles Morales, I bought yep. it on the PS5 on the store, and then when I went to download it, it like selected everything, and to, to the point where it's like, no, I don't need the PS4 version downloaded on this. I just need the PS5 version. Why are you even giving me that option? No, In yeah. fact, there was like five different options that were all called Spider-Man Miles Morales. Yeah, I have so no, I still don't know what those are. I, uh, I had the same thing happen with the PS with the uh, remastered. It, it defaulted to PS4 version of remastered. And that sucks. Like, I have a similar issue with... So I'm, I'm playing Ghost of Tsushima on the PS5 because I wanted the bonus there. And the bonus is it'll it'll um, play 4K60, whereas on the PS4 Pro, you had to pick one or the other. Mm. So this one, it'll, it'll do both. That's great. It's running fantastic. But when I go to the options, because I, I was like, I want to make sure it's doing that, I still have the option to choose p- performance or fidelity mode. And there's a little thing in the side saying, this is only for the PS4 Pro. And I'm sitting there being like... One, no, it's not. And two, why are you giving me the option? I should have both of these. So part of me in the back of my head is like, do I, am I actually playing 4K60? Because you're telling me I'm only using one of them. Like that, that sucks too. Um, 
And I think that's a big win for Xbox and its whole smart delivery of you're going to get the best version. Like, don't even worry about dealing with, like, playing the old one stuff. We're going to give you the best version done. Yeah, that's the one thing I've liked so far about what Xbox has done with, like, their physical releases is it just straight up says on here, like, I got Gears Tactics in the mail today. Uh, it's nice. just like, yeah, Xbox uh, Series X and Xbox One. And it just it, do, it just says Xbox now instead of Xbox One. So you just pop it in and it just knows. Yeah. Yeah, it's way more user-friendly because, yeah, like I said, I, I'm seeing tons of people online not sure if they're playing the new version or how to make the game system say, you know, give me the PS5 version, not the PS4 version. It's really weird that it doesn't default to the PS5 version. It's really strange. I don't know. Yeah, I can't think of a reason why you would want to play the PS4 one and not the PS5 one on the PS5. Hmm. And uh, as for what it did said about downloading all the different versions, I I dug around the menus a little bit. I think it's the, the different translations. Because if you look into, I think it is Miles Morales. Uh, if you look into the files, there's four different versions for languages, and I think it downloads extra files for each one. But I don't. At okay. least for me, it said the other three were not installed. Hmm. Yeah, I just I went. I didn't know what the list was, so I just found the one that had like the PS5 icon below it and installed just that. Yeah. Um, but still, just weird. Like, clearly, I want that. Like, why are you even giving me this nonsense to, to like, wade through? Just download the good one. Yeah, that's... I, I feel like that's something they can just fix with a patch, and they likely will. Yeah. It'd be yep. absolutely stupid if they didn't. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, it, Spider-Man Remastered. It's finally grabbed you? Uh, I've, I've gotten back to the point I was when I played it on PS4. Uh, okay. So, sto- so storyline-wise, I just unlocked uh, Harry Osborne's uh, scientific uh, chambers, whatever they're called, like the little science pods. Okay. That yeah, was yeah. where I stopped last time because <laughs> I was just going around doing all the side quests and doing uh, all, like getting a bunch of tokens for suits. Uh, that game's buggier than I remember it being. I don't remember any bugs. I wonder if this is just a remastered thing on the PS5. I think it's a remastered issue, but I've had a lot of people showing me footage of Miles Morales and has either had the same bugs or or different bugs. So Miles for me has been a broken shit show, but I'll talk about that. I'm playing a different version than you. What problems does other people have? I'm curious. Uh, Someone, (laughs) there's footage going around today (laughs) on on, uh, Twitter of someone who was streaming the game and Miles transformed into a random scenery object. So he was doing like the car takedown and he turned into a pile of snow. And then while he was dodging the, the criminal, he turned into a gate. And then he turned oh. into a pile of shirts. And then he turned into the side of a building. It was really funny to watch because like it was like this pile wow. of shirts is trying to stop this car from crushing it. It was, wow. the, the brick it was one. really funny to see <laughs> from last weekend. Oh, okay. uh, so far, I've had NPCs floating in midair, NPCs running into traffic and having cars drive through them, uh, enemies running in circles nowhere near me. Um, I've had that one a few times, I remember. That one's funny, yeah. I thought, but yeah. But like, it's, it's, yeah, like, I don't remember it being that buggy when I played it on PS4, so that's why I was confused. Like, is this just a PS5 thing? And a couple of people I talked to playing Miles Morales on PS5 said the same thing. Like, yeah, no, I've had similar glitches like that. 
So hmm. I don't know what happened in the translation from PS4 to PS5, but something got screwed up or they just they rushed it and they couldn't quite finish QA. And I know it's an open hmm. world game. QA for that's brutal. But it was yeah. just weird that it was even as buggy as it was. Sure. Oh, yeah. Another yeah, thing. I wouldn't I, be surprised I, if it came in hot. I've had the camera mode is fucked up on me a couple of times to the point where I've completely lost control of uh, of Peter. Like uh, one of the side one of the side missions, uh, you have to chase uh, down two cars, and uh, you had to take a picture first before a cutscene trig- uh, triggered. And when it got yeah. out of that mode, it was like, all right, the cars are getting away. We got to go get them. I couldn't move. <laughs> like I literally oh. was stuck on this perch. No buttons were working. Peter's like, they're getting away. And then uh, <laughs> what happened was the camera tutorial kept popping up, and it kept telling me to press R one to take a picture, but I wasn't in camera mode. So I had to shoot a web shooter and then my controls came back and that's not the first time that's happened. So, uh, yeah, like I said, there's like a lot of small, weird glitches happening with this that I feel like should have been caught in QA. Weird. Huh? But I mean, the game otherwise plays great. The loading times are almost non-existent. Yeah, I, I know for miles specifically loading into that game is so fast. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Like that's that's like one of the coolest things about this gen is like loading is nowhere near a thing compared to how it was. Are you are you taking advantage of all the like uh, 4K HDR kind of stuff? Do you have a TV I, that does our that? TVs we our TVs are like a decade old, probably. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, so. I mean, you at least have sixty frames a second. Oh yeah, we got ten eighty sixty. Yeah, that's that's nothing. Yeah, which is nice. Um, I found out with the Series X, my t- my TV can do 1080 120. Oh wow! Which I, I don't I don't know if I'm going to choose to do that. Um, I think I'd rather 4K 60, but I have that as an option. I guess I might I might play around with that at some point. Yeah, I um, it's been weird getting used to Peter's new face in the remaster because oh, a I remember the old face and b. <laughs> They only changed the face and not the rest of the body, which you can still tell it doesn't quite fit as well. Like you can tell they changed the design. Even if I think even if you <clears> didn't <throat> see the old one, you'd be like, "What? This doesn't look quite right on him." I don't huh. know why I didn't they see did that it. issue in in Miles because yeah, he does show up at the beginning of Miles and he look he he looks fine in there, but he does have the different face and it's just like, "You're not my Peter. You're not my Peter. Who is this <laughs> yep. man? Yep. Who is this man pretending to be Spider Man?" Don't listen to him, Miles. He's a fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I'm enjoying the game so far. Um, I think the here's a question: the the completionist percentage at the bottom is that just story, or is that story and like everything and else in the world? Everything. Okay, everything. so you can beat the game and it'll be like it completed like seventy percent or something like that, like eighty ish. Yeah, I, I think. think. Yeah, eighty ish. Sure okay, because I'm at twenty. I'm at twenty five, twenty six percent. Yeah. Okay. If I were you, I would just kind of beeline that story and get to Miles. I mean, the story doesn't seem to be. How long is the story in Spider Man? It's it's a decent length, and but it's good though. Like I like that story quite a bit. The ending is is really great. There's some really cool battles. Um, but if you're just like if you're wanting to get to Miles, like you're going to be doing kind of a lot of those same side missions. Um, I mean, I'm enjoying the side missions. That's the thing I like about the game yeah. is that it it does like the open world. Ooh, a piece of candy, very well. Yeah. It does for sure. Yeah, uh, and just like moving uh, like, around that city is good. 
the first night I was playing it, I was like, okay, uh, I'll go, I'll go to this tower and then I'll end. Oh, hey, there's a backpack right around here. Oh, yep. hey, there's a crime. Oh, hey, there's another backpack. Oh, hey, there's a photo op. Yep. Like just kept doing stuff like that. Yep. Uh, how long to beat says, uh, main story, 16 and a half hours. Completion is 33 versus Miles yeah. Morales's main story seven and completion yeah. is 16. So I did everything in miles in 15 hours. So, that's yeah, crazy that sounds about uh right. and that's all i've been doing so how about we kick it over to you paul talk about miles oh, i'm playing it on ps4 sean you're playing it on ps5 i'm sure it runs yeah. better for you um it runs exactly runs like the old spider-man uh except the fact that it's crashed three times to like a blue screen like Ooh. this program cannot run anymore exception fault blah 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 bunch of developer code and then puts me back and like every time i've just been like Yep, console gaming is pretty much just PC gaming, huh? Nowadays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's been a bummer. Uh, and at the very, very end of the game, I went down to maybe like 20 frames a second in like the final thing that you do. Not the final fight. Is it just like, like a lot of effects going on and stuff? No, that's the problem. The final fight itself is kind of was fine. Everything was neat. But then afterwards, there's kind of a like little thing that they give you to do. That's like a victory lap essentially around the city. And that part, the city that I've been around in, in 12 hours worth of stuff right now, it, now it just runs like shit for whatever reason. Oh, weird. Yeah. That's weird. Almost like there's like a memory leak or something. And every and the longer I played, the like worse it unstable it got or something. It was weird. Uh, I have been told by a friend that it worked like garbage for him until he restarted it. Like it went into standby mode or whatever. Then when he rebooted it up, it played like garbage. He restarted the game completely and it worked fine. So it might actually be something like that going on on the PS4 version. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've only played like an hour or two. I just kind of wanted to dip my toes in. I have so many open world games that I I, I hit, hit the brakes <laughs> and I was like, I need to finish some before I can go on. So I'm I'm trying to I'm sprinting through Ghost of Tsushima right now. And then Miles is, is the next one that I'm going to go all the way through. But yes, sure. I played about a couple hours. I think it looks fantastic. Um the HDR looks so nice. Just like that the little um kind of Christmas dinner you got near the beginning. That whole scene is just looks so nice with all the lights and stuff. Um I think it runs great as well. And that into the like first off, the first suit, your like the very beginning suit where he's wearing like a jacket and stuff, it's fine. And then the suit that Peter gives you sucks. It's that terrible. thing is so it's so bad. It looks yeah. so bad. But I already had the end of the Vider- Spider-Verse one like yep. unlocked for some reason. God, it looks so good. Like, did why you would tur- you not go to that one immediately? Did you turn on the effects that you get uh, for that suit? The Spider-Verse suit where it looks like the Spider-Verse animation and goes down to like the f- almost like stilted 50 frame a second choppiness of the movie. It's very cool. Very cool. Yeah, it looks so much better. Um, so much style in that it, game. So good. It's a game. I think the the soundtrack, how they incorporate the soundtrack is really cool, too. Um, yep. Like it's M- good. Miles just hanging out in the city. It's just like, man, this is great. This is. Yeah. <clears throat> Into the Spider-Verse yeah. is a great movie. It is. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, it's a great game. Uh, I love Miles. Miles is a great character. He's a great Spider-Man. It's a good game that they put him in. My problem with it is that it's too short. Uh, I just want more. That's like my biggest gripe is that I, when it was done, I was sad <laughs> that it was done. Which that's a great, um, that's a good thing, right? So it I'm is. Sure, there will be uh, one, right. Yeah. <clears throat> um, they set up some cool stuff for a Spider-Man Two also. 
So that's okay. extremely exciting. Uh, I guess like the big difference is I really like the spectacle that Spider-Man was because you're fighting the Sinister Six and Spider-Man is kind of like well versed in this universe already. Miles is like baby Spider-Man. So his thing is much more his whole story is much more personal and like lower in scale. But it's also kind of a nice difference as well, because, of course, he wouldn't be fighting the Sinister Six right now. He's like a baby, sure. essentially, yeah. down to the point where. They animated it, so anytime he tries to perch on something, he's kind of unstable for a second because he's not used to it. And I thought, like, just little oh, touches I, I like that. I didn't notice that. Cool. That's, that is cool. Yeah, it's very, very cool. Nice. Uh, they do stuff with his uncle properly, I thought was very good. It's just an right. extremely yeah, I, good I little game. Yep. Yeah. Extremely good game. Um, other than that, Destiny 2 Beyond Light happened. I played through that campaign. It's less than mediocre. It's probably the worst one they've oh, done so far. That's a bummer. I'm that's on Game Pass. Uh, sure. So I'm just waiting for the Series X version, which is like December 8th, I want to say. And then I'm going to play through that. Um, I'm just going to say in the chat, it doesn't render at a lower frame rate. That is literally an effect you can put on. To look like the Spider-Verse. Uh, just yeah, because in Spider Verse, things are rendered at different frame rates. Yeah, uh, to as part, as give part it like an animation. Style. Yeah, yeah. So it's not rendered at a lower frame rate. That's literally a choice you can make to do that. So, um, yeah, no, it's not great, but it's more Destiny, and that's kind of cool. You get a kind of neat power with stasis. Uh, so neat, in fact, that. Bungie have had to take down different parts of their game because people have found ways to exploit the new thing into one hit kills or farming a trial of Osiris like infinitely or one shotting other enemy players. Yeah, they it stasis completely broke their game in different ways and people are finding different ways they broke it. But it's kind of fun. It's kind of neat freezing stuff and then like smacking them and the ice shattering and all that sort of stuff a lot. You can tell that it feels like they made this with the idea that there's like next gen consoles also because there's a lot more weird particle effects like that game has always had like particle effects everywhere. But now with the ice shattering stuff and like the snow and everything like it, they very obviously were like, we're going to push this a little further graphically. Yeah, that's Uh, that's why I'm waiting. I want I want that best version. Sure. Um. Yeah, but other like the story stuff is kind of neat, like the lore stuff that's going on in it. But it just plays out. It's to be like a worse version of, I think, Forsaken, whichever one it was where you had like basically a hit list of bosses you had to kill. It's like a small version of that. Forsaken. It can, it can be completed in about seven hours ish if you're going at a decent chunk. Uh, me and my buddy played very slowly in it and we beat it in about 10 hours. So. All right. That's that's a good chunk of time. Yeah. Um now Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Holy shit, they stuck the landing on that one. Holy crap. So I played through that campaign and that is exactly what I wanted with for a follow-up to the first Black Ops. It's so crazy and weird how they end that game and holy shit, that is such a good game. Um okay. So the part fifth Black Ops, right? Yeah, but this is a direct sequel to the first Black Ops with like the same characters and stuff like that. Um, okay. 
And so this takes place during the Cold War with again, like Russia and uh, America are kind of doing little side missions and stuff against each other. And they they play it out where you're looking for a giant terrorist dude and you have to kind of find out where he is and what not. You have like a little base that you go to at the end of a bunch of missions and a big bulletin board with like different missions that you can choose. And in each of these missions, you can find evidence to like put against like to do other missions like for one of them one of the side missions is stop this like spy ring or whatever that's taking place and you don't know you have a list of people that it could be it could be the spies but you don't know who they are until you get like the pieces of evidence from the other missions that you're doing and kind of like collaborating them collaborating what's the word i can't remember yeah, just like all on the blackboard and just kind of like, OK, this person sent money to the, at this time in this place. And this person is this code name is a female. And you're just kind of like putting together who is what. For, and then you go into the mission and like you can fail the mission, basically, if you didn't have the right intel and you didn't choose stuff properly. Also, it has four different endings that are all fucked up <laughs> in their own way that are kind of neat. Yeah, I thought this was a very surprise hit for me. I was super excited, uh, and they. So, is there do- gonna is there gonna be a Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War Two? Because that is such a long name. Um, the way this ends, I highly doubt it. It would be more okay. like Cold War Aftermath, if anything, <clears throat> because oh, so another subtitle. There's a weird. No matter what ending you choose, it kind of has a weird finality to it that is okay. weird. Yeah. It's just a very, very cool thing. Uh, That being said, it is still Call of Duty. Uh, You still are shooting a bunch of dudes, and depending on your difficulty, they will be able to kill you better than you can kill them. And if that's a problem for you, then you should probably just skip out on it because the main gameplay loop is still you're going into a mission and you're going to shoot dudes at some point, whether it be stealthy or whether it be like full out war or whatever that you're against, like a whole army of dudes or whatever. Um, but it does do the weird black ops thing of this is a weird story. Uh, they deal with like the MK ultra program and like mind control stuff and weird shit like that. in some parts it's, but that's the shit I like. So I was super, super into it. And I'm very glad that I played it. Um, the last game I played is the last campfire. This is no man's sky. Hello games studios, a uh, little mini, uh, story about like death and moving on essentially uh where you yeah, play this is on a apple arcade i have it on my phone yes it is uh, i played this on pc and uh it's yeah, just it's a on puzzle everything game. it's on everything yeah uh it's just a cute little puzzle game that's nice and relaxing and was kind of a good way to end off the week of a whole bunch of shooting stuff and spider-man to just have kind of a cl- small intimate little puzzle game where you go into the idea is is you are an ember and you are saving other embers from their like sadness essentially who are stagnant and like turned into stone or something by relighting their flame and that the way you do that is to like go uncage it or whatever in their heart or memory or whatever the hell you're doing you're like going into their subconscious or something and there's their uh to unlock their flame or their cage or whatever that's holding it, you have a bunch of little puzzles and they're just like 
if you remember in Odyssey, there's a puzzle where you have a plug-in and like you have to move the cube and it like lands on its side in different ways. Like one you kind of like chunk along a cube and you have to get it into like certain spots or whatever. They have that type oh, of puzzle. Yeah. They have like sliding puzzles where you slide stuff around to like create paths and to like unlock stuff and whatever. It's cute. Uh it's only about four to five hours. So it's very, very short, but I definitely think it's worth the time if you just want kind of a cute little puzzle game. Uh, that's pretty much all I've been playing, though. You have Tetris on here. Did you want to talk about that? Oh, yeah, I played through all the Tetris Effect. Uh, journey mode? is it, That's what it's called, yep. right? Yeah, journey mode. Yep. That ending is fantastic. Like that last yeah, song right? and the like, colors just and everything. I did the last song yesterday as well mm-hmm. on the xbox version you got to yeah. clear like 90 lines yeah and it gets like pretty fast it's just a it's a good time it's it a is, good ending yeah it is really good uh Tet- did you try out connected mode no i i had oh, the opportunity man. to but as you can see i played about 40 hours worth of other stuff this week so sure. you, you gotta of, don't you gotta play connected mode before you shut the door on tetris oh i'm not shutting the door on tetris i i think i'm gonna probably pick that up every now and then just to like de-stress because it's weirdly it's weirdly calm in a way that like tetris isn't for me usually what um what ended up being kind of your favorite of the like uh levels or or visuals i mean obviously like we're not counting the end because the end is obviously it but um i really like the ones that are kind of like with an Asian flair to them, like wooden blocks sometimes, or like the lanterns in the backgrounds and more reds and stuff like that. Honestly, the only ones I kind of didn't like were the ones with flaming blocks because they hurt my eyes a little bit too much. I was going to say the, the flame effect one where there's a bunch of people chanting around like a fire. That's my favorite one. That one, like the background stuff for that one's cool. It's literally just the, like keeping an eye on the blocks was hard on my eyes yeah, that's no, really the, the, like song, the, the song um, for that one's like my favorite hands down it's very good yeah i like the windmill one i just think they look and sound really good a lot of good sounds to like every movement you're making that one's cool and i also like the city one where it's like a jazz song that you're kind of making i forgot that one that's a cool game it's a great version of tetris it is really really good yeah you can really feel the luminous like influence in that yes yeah you for sure can can't like you got can't sleep on game pass man <laughs> getting all these it, games it's pretty crazy yeah like yeah. this this game already was fantastic and then here's like now we added a really fantastic multiplayer mode to it and then yeah. it's on game pass like just wow yeah i can't wait to try that out for sure uh okay so that is officially all i've played yeah i'll just touch on mine briefly because i kind of mentioned them as we were going but yeah so i played some miles morales um most of my week has been Ghost of Tsushima. The thing runs 4K 60. It, it mm-hmm. looks so nice. I think it actually loads slower than the PS4 version, which is odd. The PS4 version, though, loaded super fast. It does, yeah. Um, and this one's a, a bit slower, in, in my opinion, which is not a huge deal because you're going from, like, really fast to fast. So yeah. e- either way. Um, this is where I definitely kind of noticed. I think the the touchpad on the on the Dual Sense is less sensitive than the PS4 ones because I have to like press harder to get that the wind to come up. Um, mm. And also going after having played a couple PS5 games and then going back to a PS4 game, I miss the Dual Sense's like full potential. Like I when uh-huh. I'm not when I don't have that in a game, I I just I miss it. Like I I just want it there. 
sure. uh, which is which is kind of which is fun. That'd be a and great that's game the best for thing it I can too. Say. With all like the sword yeah, fighting with, and stuff and whatnot, and, and the bows cool. and stuff like the that. Bows, yeah, yeah, no, it would it would be pretty good. Um, that game is is tremendous. That is such a cool game. Yeah. It just gets cooler. I just started Act Three. The like the way they use title cards and stuff. The the transition from Act Two to Act Three is like heartbreaking. And then they like bring in the Act Three title card at the at the exact right moment. It's like, man, you're so cool, Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, so I'm in the last act, which I understand is like a third of the length of the other two la- acts. So I should be pretty close to the end. Okay. Um, but like I can light my sword on fire now. Like sure, yeah. Um, you know, you know the standoffs where you hold down Y and then you yeah. can kill like three dudes. I can kill five guys at once during those now because I have like the souped up armor. Oh, okay. Oh, it's so cool. Like, yeah. oh man, it's so cool. Those standoffs um, are so good. Oh. Paul, I, Paul, I know you're still in Act One. You haven't even seen some of the coolest stuff like some of the abilities you get mm-hmm. you haven't even seen some of the coolest stuff in that game um so when i and it, yeah you got to find time to go back to ghost of tsushima um in my opinion uh and then i just had a, some some various next gen troubles i wanted to just kind of mention as as I'm, as I'm getting used to these games overcooked i have gotten to a, a point in the in overcooked all you can eat edition that the lag is so bad we can't beat these stages because there's like there's too much weird ice. It's like we it, we just can't. We have to wait for some kind of patch, which is a bummer. We both, um, the person I'm playing co-op with, uh, feel like that game got rushed so that they had something for day one launch. That's my guess because I don't believe it was a launch title until like the day before. They were like, hey, guess what? This is going to be available tomorrow. So I feel like they just got that out because they wanted more games. Human Fall Flat. You can't play with another person online on the Xbox version for some reason right now. Which that's a bummer because it has two new stages, which I wanted to check out. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn. That was such a weird scenario. So I told you last week how I couldn't transfer that off of the hard drive, right? Yeah. The external hard drive. For whatever reason, it would not let me do that one. So I was like, okay, well, let me try and put the disc in and I'll I'll just reinstall it. Like, whatever. No big deal. It got into this weird thing of it's like it had installed like a portion of it. So I had to like delete it off the hard drive, delete the portion it had de- installed from the disc, restart the download on the disc. Like it is the PS5 is tripping over itself not knowing like what versions of stuff to install and it is a bad user experience as a result. Um So that was just a complete hassle. Uh I kind of already mentioned Ghost of Tsushima not knowing if I have the full thing or not i wish the menus would kind of update to be like oh we see you're playing this on a ps5 you got everything let's just gray this option out you shouldn't even have this option uh and i can't remember why i wrote miles morales down on this list oh it was the download thing which i talked about uh yeah so next game consoles are weird and 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 on the xbox side like i'm having none of these issues it just plays the good version when it at, at all times uh and I guess that is just kind of growing pains. The Xbox uh, has, has had this dashboard for months now, whereas it's a brand new one on the PS5, so they have to kind of rebuild a lot of stuff. Um, anyway, that's all I've been playing. Let's talk about some news. Okay. Uh, the Game Awards. <laughs> we have the nominees. Why don't we go through and make some predictions? Because oh, this is God. always super fun so much yeah here we go let me get the spreadsheet out all right 
I'm ready. When is this what happening again? Doing? December 8th? December 2nd? When is this? We can start while I try to figure this out. December 10th. <clears throat> Game of right. happening December 10th. You want to start from the bottom up because I start at the big ones first or going down? Yeah, let's do the bottom up. Let's do the bottom, bottom up. up. Okay. Should we skip the ones that we have like no idea about like esports teams? No. Mm. Okay. All right. All right. You heard the man. Best yeah. esports team. Recognizing a specific esports team, not the full organization, <laughs> judged the uh, the most outstanding for performance and conduct uh, conduct in 2020. Um, okay. Um, I've heard of one of these, and that is the San Francisco Shock. So that I'm picking that one. Okay. San Fran. Uh, the uh, for that's for Overwatch. The other ones are Damwon Gaming for League. G2 Esports for League, Dallas Empire for Call of Duty, and Team Secret for Dota. Um, I'm going to say G2. Damn one. Okay. All right. Best host. Did you pick one, Paul? I did, yeah. G2. Oh, okay. 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 <clears throat> so this is best esports host. We got Golden Boy, Machine, Shocks, Dash, and Sheever. Uh, I love shocks, so I'm going to give it to her. I have never seen any of these people except Golden Boy. So I'll Golden Boy is probably actually going to win, but he's got to be yeah. the most famous because, like, I've seen he's on the Rocks, uh, the Titan Games show as a host. Oh, is he really? Yeah, so he's doing uh, non esports stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm it's actually probably well. him. Yeah, but I got to give it to my girl. All right, best sure. esports game. We got COD MW, Counter Strike, or yeah, CS:GO, Fortnite, League, Valorant. You think Valorant can take it? The year it came out, I like, have no idea. I don't no. think Valorant is big enough yet. I think it's still League, but I, I'm, I think I'm, it's still I wish League. I kind of knew. There is a history tab. Like, does League win it every year? How does this usually pl- plan? No, out? I think Fortnite won it last year, maybe two years ago. I know okay. Fortnite. So, won like, it why once. wouldn't? Okay, I mean, I'll pick League, I guess. Okay. Oh yeah, I just remembered. Like, 2019. That's when the Muppets were on there. Yep. Are we all doing League then? Probably. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Uh, esports event. This is kind of a weird one, considering the year we've oh, had. Man. Um, so these, I don't actually know any of these, I guess, besides the League of Legends World Championship. Oh, and okay, so I can tell you last year, League League did Mm -hmm. win the game. Shocks won the host last year, by the way. Oh, did she? Oh, then I'm going, I'm going Golden Boy. Knowing that she's not going to win twice (laughs) in a row. I don't remember. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) It's probably Golden Boy, honestly. Yeah. Um, best esports event. Uh, we got the Blast Premier Spring 2020 European Finals Call of Duty League Championship, IEM Catalyst 2020, uh, LOL World Championship 2020, and Overwatch League Finals 2020. I'm just going to give this to League again because I don't know. I have I have, no I have absolutely no idea. I'll give it to Overwatch. <laughs> okay. I like that game. Okay. Oh, man, these esports categories suck. There's there's a bunch of them too. I just don't even like I don't know any of this stuff. Uh John, do you have one for the event? Probably League Worlds. Yeah. All right. 
we're getting nitty gritty now. Best esports yeah. coach. How many uh, more esports? Okay, there's only two. Zonic, Krusty, okay. Grabs, Zepha, or Rambo? I'm going to no, say I'm giving Zonic. it to Krusty. Oh, okay. he's Overwatch. I don't care. I'm giving it to Zonic because I've actually heard people talk about him this year for some reason, and I don't remember why. I've heard of none of these. But this guy's wearing two headphones. I've heard of Zepha, so I'm going to say Zepha. Okay. <clears throat> Best esports athlete. We got Crim6, Showmaker, Canyon, Shotzi, or Zywoo? 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 Again, I've only heard of Crim6, so I'm going to give it to him. I'm going to give it to Canyon. I'm going to give it to Showmaker. Okay. Okay. Have you heard of Showmaker, John? I Probably. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Best debut game. A little contention last year since there was a uh, a company that <laughs> had a ga- that had released a game before get best debut game and it won. I still yeah. I still want an explanation of how that made it sense. Yeah. Uh, okay. This is an interesting list. We got some good stuff here, actually. So best debut game for 2020. We got uh, Phobia Game Studios Carrion. We have Cold Symmetry's Mortal Shell. We have Nodding Head Games Raji and Ancient Epic, which I've been wanting to get to actually. Uh, we have Polygon Treehouse's Roki, and we have Kinetic Games' Phasmophobia. I feel like Phasmophobia has to take this, right, just based on how popular it is? Mm, yeah, timing I don't know. Wise, Timing-wise, I could see it going to Phasmophobia, but uh, I think substance-wise, it's not the winner by a long shot. I'm going to say it might be more. You're also show. the only one who dislikes that game, I, from what I understand, though. Hmm? You're the only one who dislikes that game, from what I understand, though. No, a bunch of people dislike it. Okay. All right. Uh, I guess it's phasmophobia. I heard I heard a lot of good buzz about Raji, but uh, I think Paul's probably right with Mortal Shell. Okay. Which one do you want me to put down for you? Uh, put me down for Mortal Shell and then put in brackets Raji second. Okay. Because I want to know if I, if I should have went with my gut instinct on that or not. Yeah. No, I feel it. Okay. I feel All right. it. <clears throat> All right. Content creator of the year. Uh, all right. So streamer or content creator, because apparently they're two different things. Who's made an important or positive impact on the community? We have Alana Pierce. We have Jan Lopez, Nick Merks, Tim the Tatman, or Valkyrie. All right, I know Nick Merks. I know looks like, a, looks like a guy I went to high school with. I'm going to say Alana Pierce. That's the only one I'm familiar with. Alana's great. That's a good choice. I know a, a good chunk of these. Tatman was uh, pretty popular because of the whole thing with Fall Guys. Yep. That's why and I'm that might, choosing him. Yeah. I was going to say that might be why he probably gets it, but I think I'm also going to go with Alana Pierce. Okay. Yeah, Alana's great. Okay, best multiplayer. This is an interesting category. <clears throat> All right. Animal Crossing New Horizons. Among Us. Call of Duty Warzone. Fall of or Fall Guys and Valorant. There's no way Valorant stands up to these other ones, just in no. general. Um, this is such a crazy list. Yeah, among I us. don't actually know. It's got to be Among Us, I'm right? Say Among Us. It has to it, be Among Us. I think it probably is Among Us. I would not be surprised, honestly, if like any of the other three won besides Valorant. I'd be surprised if Valorant won, really. I feel like if they said any other game won this, 
everyone would be like, but Among Us was on that list. What are you doing? So we're all going Among Us? I think yeah, so. It's gotta, okay. It's got to be Among Us. Okay. Best sports slash racing game. I love this, this one. This category is the, this is so dumb. And Tony Hawk is there, which that's going to win. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater <laughs> 1 and 2 is what I am choosing just for the heads up. But there's also Dirt What is this category? What is this? F1 2020, FIFA 21, and NBA 2K21. How do you have Dirt 5 and NBA 2K21 in here? Even like FIFA, I can almost see just because of those games, but. This is just like we had nowhere else to put these games, but we wanted to we wanted a category that they could go yep. in somewhere. It's probably Tony Hawk, but I mean, there's always there's also NBA 2K, which always has a lot of carry. A lot of actually a lot of games in this list have a lot of carry. I think Dirt uh, 5 I think the is only the thing big loser in this list, honestly. I think it's the least likely. Actually, Dirt 5. I thought was Dirt 5 was the second F1. most likely. Really? OK. Are, so are you choosing Dirt 5? No, I'm picking Tony Hawk. Yeah, okay. That's what I figured. I'm I'm picking Tony Hawk. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't even be surprised crazy. if Tony Hawk showed up <clears throat> at the Game Awards. Yeah, you're probably right. To give out like best sim and strategy, which the nominees for are <laughs> yeah. Crusader Kings 3, Desperados 3, Gears Tactics, Microsoft Flight Simulator, and XCOM Chimera Squad. <laughs> what is <laughs> All these tactics game. I guess Crusader Kings isn't exactly tactics. Best sim slash strategy. Like weird, this is another weird category. Best strategy game or Microsoft Flight Simulator is the name. <laughs> <of this>. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Flight Sim. Come on, Flight Sim. I my guess is Crusader Kings. Okay. I think Crusader Kings <clears throat> might actually be the correct answer. Because I never yeah. really heard anything about Chimera Squad after it came out. Same with Gears Tactics. Same with you know what? Uh, same with I, Desperados. I want to do Flight, Flight Simulator. <laughs> I, I wanted to be Flight Sim too, but I think Crusader Kings might be the winner here. I think you're right too. I just want to do it. He, Flight Simulator is going to win, and then the developers, the other developers, are going to be like, "Well, what, it was a better strategy game. What can we say? <laughs> yeah, what can we say? Uh, best family game. Uh, best game appropriate for family play, irrespective of genre or platform." Family Crossing, or Animal Crossing, Family Crossing, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Crash 4, It's About Time, Fall Guys, Mario Kart Live, Minecraft Dungeons, or Paper Mario the Origami King. I think it has to be either okay. Animal Crossing, Fall Guys, or Minecraft Dungeons. I'm putting Fall Guys. I'm going to put Animal Crossing. Okay. I'm going to put Fall Guys. Best. Animal Crossing is a strong second, though. Yeah, you know, I don't. Yeah, yeah, it's a tough one, honestly. Best fighting game: Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, Street Fighter Five Champion Edition, One Punch Man: A Hero Nobody Knows, <laughs> and Under Night and Birth uh, EXE Late C- CLR Accelerator <laughs> Accelerator. What? No, that's that's actually, that's how you would say it. It's ex- exa late seller accelerator. That sucks. That's what they do. What they do. Yeah. I don't know why the fuck oh, One Punch Man <laughs> is here. That is so much a filler game because that game sucks. 
As someone who loves One Punch I, Man, I had a miserable time playing that. Yeah, I, I heard other people being like, why is this game in here? No. That is a filler game. I feel like Mortal Kombat Ultimate would just take it, which is kind of a bummer because it's just like an ultimate edition of a game from last year. Out of the yeah. five games in this list, Undernight <clears throat> is the best game of the five, but I don't think it has the following to take it. Mm. Yeah, I don't know enough about that. I, I'm, I'll just say Mortal Kombat. That's what I'm, I, I want to. I'm gonna go for the underdog and say Undernight, but it's probably Mortal Kombat. I don't think I don't think it's gonna be Street Fighter. Too many people who play Street Fighter complain about Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, best RPG, FF7 remake, Genshin Impact, oh, Persona man. Five Royal, Wasteland Three, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Like a Dragon's this, too this new. Is a, to this win is a huge. Order. This is a huge category. I you think guys think I'll Genshin lo- takes it? Genshin, I'm. I, it's such a wild card to me. I don't know because I would yeah. think my guess is Final Fantasy VII, but I know Genshin is huge, but I just don't know. I think Seven has too much, uh, too much like notoriety and too much of a fan base to not to not win this. I'm pretty sure it's Seven remake. Even yeah, I want to. I want to say Seven as well. Okay. I'm saying Genshin. I do remember last year, though, that people, or, or it might have been two years ago, when Persona 5 was up and it lost, people were furious. So I wouldn't also, be, I would not be shocked oh, if people, yeah. like, got ready to vote in mass to get Persona 5 Royal to win. But I'm going to say 7 Remake right user, now. user votes? <clears throat> I forget. I think so, right? I, I, I think it's user votes. Yeah, because it says you can log it is, in a vote. Among Us will win any category that it's yeah, in. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Best Action slash adventure, not to be confused with action, which is after this, by the way. So this one is the best action slash adventure game combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Marvel Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Star Wars Jedi, Fallen Order, or The Last of Us Part 2. Okay, Fallen Order came out last year. Did it come out like too late so they got yeah. to push it to this year? Yeah. Yeah. That must be it, right? When did that come out? I didn't think it came out that late. Wasn't it like November? I thought it was I thought it was an October release. It's it's mid November. That should be fine, because like they're they're picking Assassin's Creed. Like that that should have been a last year game. Yeah, November fifteenth. Right? Spider Man Spider Man Spider Man Miles Morales came out what on the twelfth? <laughs> That should have that so that that's this year so that should have been a last year game. They probably had a different timeline because they had an actual like huge event to plan with people and stuff. Yeah. So they might have been more lenient on their yeah, time I this know. year. I don't know. I'll call up Jeff and ask him later. Mm, on the thanks. Answer. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> or I mean, if Jeff, you're listening in the chat, you can go ahead and type it in right now. Yeah. Hit us up, Jeff. Give us an answer. <laughs> <laughs> he's, I mean, he's everywhere else. Video games are being talked about, so why not, right? Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Um, this is a hard category. I don't know, man. <clears throat> I also do not know. To me, it comes down, and it's mainly because I haven't played enough Miles Morales and Assassin's Creed. But I think it comes down to Tsushima versus Last of Us Two. I think it's Tsushima, probably. Well, I, wait. Mm. Hmm. Last of Us Two has a huge fan base like it's got like prestige behind it right it like that, that was one of the biggest games of the year hmm. i don't think it's valhalla 
don't, I don't, yeah. I would the puzzle love solving for aspect makes me it. think not Last of Us. Sure. I'm going to guess Tsushima. I would love uh, Ori to win this, but I don't think I would it love Ori to does. win too, but yeah. I don't think that takes it. <clears throat> I think it's Tsushima. I also think it's Tsushima. I've heard more buzz about that than I really <clears throat> thought. Sure. All right, now we're on best action game, which this one is for the best game in the action genre focused primarily on combat. So that's the distinction. Do you guys think Streets of Rage 4 should be in this list? What? I mean, by uh, the definition of the category, it fits. But you so, think it's one, one of the five best action games of the year? So the fact if that Half-Life it's Alex is Doom, here, it's probably a slow year. Yeah, because we have Doom Eternal, <laughs> Hades, Neo 2, Half-Life Alex, and Streets of Rage 4. I mean, it's probably Hades. I think I think it's the, those first two is the only ones that really. I oh, yeah, sure. it's, it's either Doom or Hades. Yeah, Neo Two had Hades. good buzz, but I think it's between those two. I'm gonna say Hades too. Okay, so we're all Hades. Yeah, got it. Okay, innovation and accessibility, recognizing software or hardware that's pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology, and content to help games be played and enjoyed by an even wider, even wider audience. Uh, we got Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which I've heard has done amazing things for accessibility. Yeah, people. I've also heard that. Yep. Grounded, Arachnophobia Slider. Anybody? Uh, Hyperdot. I don't know, I don't know oh, at all. That? Unfortunately. Oh, uh, the Last of Us Part Two with its different um, difficulties, I guess. Right? Like you could change the difficulty. No, it has a ton of, of stuff aspect. too. You can like almost play it blind. Mm-hmm. There's so much stuff in that one. And I actually think that's the winner. And Watch Dogs Legion, which I have no idea what they do. I, I, I don't. I, yeah, I don't know specifically what they do. Uh, I think it's Last of Us too. That one's probably Last of Us. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Making for some boring conversation when we're all like, "Yeah, it's that." I mean, <laughs> that's just the way it plays. Sometimes it's the way it is. Yep. Best VR slash AR, the category that only Sean can actually talk about, probably. We got Dreams by Media Molecule, Half-Life Alex, Marvel's Iron Man VR, Star Wars Squadrons, and The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. The only thing I can add to this This conversation is that I heard that VR in Squadrons is fucking garbage and it runs like shit. So. Oh, I've heard it's I've heard it's good in VR. It's Um, Alex, though, right? It's it's yeah, it's Alex. Alex. I think Squadrons would get a second place. Yeah, maybe. Uh, from what I've heard, but it's Alex for sure. I am thinking of picking up an Iron Man during Black Friday, though. Sure. Sounds good. Okay, best community support. Uh, recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness, including social media activity. That's going to be important for one of these. Uh, we got Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Fall Guys, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, Valorant. So the only reason Fall Guys is here, honestly, is because of the social media stuff. But that was huge. They made that game way bigger than it probably had any right to be. Very good PR stuff. I think that honestly might get at the edge there. I think it might, too, honestly. I don't think it's Destiny 2. You don't think it's Fortnite? I don't know what Fortnite has done for the community this year, like, at all. I just have no idea. Uh... 
<clears throat> yeah, I can only really speak to Apex, and I don't think it did anything like crazy. No Man's Sky continues to be like really good with updates and stuff, but that I don't think it gets it over Fall Guys, personally. I'm going Fall Guys anyway. I think I'm just going to give it to Fortnite. Okay. And John, you agree with Fall Guys? Yep. Okay. Best mobile game <clears throat> among us. Game that came out two years ago. Call of Duty Mobile. I think that game came That's out last true. year. What the hell? <laughs> think that I think Call of Duty Mobile might have come out last year. Uh, yeah. Genshin Impact. That one's legit. Legends of Runeterra, I think, officially came out this year. And Pokemon Cafe Mix, I don't think, is in the run. I think if least. it's not Among Us, it's Genshin Impact. It's I've heard us, good things about Call of right. Duty Mobile, but I I think it's Call of Duty Genshin. Mobile's it fine. Be, yeah, it's pretty good. It has to be Among Us, right? I think so. I, Isn't it, it free on mobile? Well, I guess so is it Genshin. Is. Which I'm, so is Genshin, yeah. But yeah. I feel like most people are probably playing the mobile version, right? You know what? I'm going to say Genshin of, uh, just to be different. So I okay. I think I'm going to say Genshin as well, but it would not shock me if it was Among Us. Dude, totally. I, I think it's Among it's Us. It's probably Among Us, among frankly. <clears throat> Best Indie. Uh, this one's always a little oh, bit weird man. to me, but these are, are all very indie, so this is fine. Sometimes they have one that's kind of like skirting the line, but this year we got Carrion, Fall Guys, Hades, Spelunky 2, and Spiritfarer. I don't even, like... These games are all so different. Yeah. 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 I'm a... I'm a... I'd probably I still go I'd with give Hades. it to Fall Guys. Okay, I I think Fall Guys. Okay, Fall Guys. I think they they John both Hades. have a very legit chance. <laughs> yeah. I think this is how Derek you gets a nod for Spelunky. I feel so bad for him. His game coming out right around the time of Hades 1.0 launch and the Switch one, and then just getting like completely overshadowed. <clears throat> yeah, I feel bad for Spiritfarer too, because I don't think enough people played that one. Yeah, that like that one had no chance on this lineup. Harry and kind of didn't die. That one's one of those like you you should be glad you were nominated list. Yeah, for sure. Best ongoing Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Warzone, uh, specifically for Call of Duty, Fortnite and No Man's Sky. I don't think it's going to win, but I want to give it to No Man's Sky. I was actually going to say No Man's Sky. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say because yeah, it's Fortnite. Fortnite. Okay. But if there was if there was a year for it to lose, <laughs> it would be this year. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, Fortnite they did like all those concerts and crazy and the movies. Wasn't that this year as well? Yes, and last year. Um. Yeah. Man, Fortnite. You can change your answer. I want to. I'm gonna give it to No Man's Sky. Oh, okay. Games for Impact. Uh, this is for people listening. Thought-provoking game with pro-social meaning or message. Uh, Dreamfields, if found, cardboard computers, Kentucky Route Zero TV edition, Thunder Lotus's uh, Spirit Fairer, Don't Nods, Tell Me Why, and Paint Buckets through the darkest of times. I I want Spirit Fairer to win this so bad. I'm going to give it to it myself. I can't. I can't see it winning. 
Uh, I think I'm going to give it to Kentucky Route Zero. I, I feel like that definitely could take it. <laughs> There's a lot of buzz about people just loving Kentucky Route Zero as it was coming out. It's it's a very like kind of game journalist game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, tell me why. Okay. I don't think it's tell me why. For sh- nah. I like that. We tell all me why have a and Spirit Fair were the two. Yeah. Tell me why and Spirit Fair were the two that I can I could point to on this one. I want Spirit Fair to win something. <laughs> we'll see. Best performance. All right, so this is for uh, voiceover acting, motion, and or performance capture. I always love this category. Yeah, this is this a category. Great category. I, yeah, I, I love this category because I get to look back on all these like actual great performances and be like, yeah, they did such a good job. So <clears throat> as you would assume, we have the two uh, leads from The Last of Us. We have Ashley Johnson as Ellie and Laura Bailey as Abby. We have Dasuke Suji as Jin Sakai as on Ghost of Tsushima. We have Logan Cunningham as Hades. Ooh, so good. And we have Najee Jeter as Miles Morales. See, I don't think Hades would take it simply because there's no facial capture there, so you're just going off the voice. Yeah, the, the voice so, is good, but I don't... I, Hades, I feel like, I just doesn't carry it enough. I just... Because the other ones are also going to have a great voice, so I just feel like they're going to have more firepower of why they should be in this category. I haven't played enough of Miles Morales, Um there's no way it's Miles Morales. Jin, it's pretty standard. Jin Sakai is really good. Yeah. I mean, this is uh, a Last they do of Us a category, of, though. It's between the two. I think it's a Last of Us category. Like, I think it's I think it's Laura Bailey. Yeah, I I love Laura Bailey, so I'm okay. I, I have to give a shout out to um, the guy who does Jin, because he is very good at just doing this, like, emperor that has to go through, like, all these <laughs> emotions be calm collected sat like he he does like everything and it's so good yeah i'm with you on this laura bailey yeah best audio design this is in-game audio and sound design uh doom eternal half-life alex ghost of tsushima resident evil 3 and last of us part 2 do you laugh because resident evil 3 should not be there like why do you say that resident evil 3 shouldn't be on any game of the year okay i don't know so i'm generally curious in-game audio and sound design i hear really good things about alex but i mean i have no i can't i don't know i have no fucking idea that's the thing is i don't i don't know enough and i can't think of a lot of like specific calls to last of us and ghost of tsushima i want to say half like alex probably did something cool though yeah because VR. they have to like deal with sound in a 3d space that you are in right that you can look around in so i'm gonna give it to half-life alex i think they probably did some fucking voodoo yeah i'll give it i think they'll take it <laughs> i think it is probably last of us too but i think i'll i'll walk with you guys on alex okay oh this next category man so yeah best Oof. score in music Oof. this one's this one's Oof. hard so this is uh, outstanding music inclusive of score or original song and or licensed soundtrack. So Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Hades, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, and The Last of Us Part Two. Man. I think I'm, Final Fantasy is going to take this. No. It might. Those well, remixes are really fucking good. My my favorite part of the game was the soundtrack. The soundtrack? I don't think Doom Eternal takes it. I don't think Doom Eternal takes it either. 
Hades keeps being a bit of a wild card for me. Like I, know, I feel yeah. like it's a big indie darling. I just don't know if it like penetrated kind of like the popularity of some of these other ones. Well, like, that's, really, on that's Twitter, another reason I'm leaning towards seven remake. And that's what I'm going to write down because like everyone knows okay. those songs and the remix they put in seven remake were pretty good. What are you thinking takes it, Paul? I'm going Hades. Yeah. Hades. Okay. Yeah, I'm going Final Fantasy. Okay. Best art direction. Oh, man. This is pretty much... <laughs> actually, you know what? It is the same. Except for Doom is replaced by... Ghost. Yes. So Final Fantasy VII I'm, Remake. I'm giving Ghost, it to Ghost. Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Ori and the Will of the Wisp, or Last of Us Part Two. I, I'm giving it to Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> that game Tsushima. looks stunning with the color and the lighting and the... It, like th- the art is out of this world. Yep. Agreed. <clears throat> All right. Best narrative. Uh, outstanding storytelling and narrative development. 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim. Uh, we don't, I've never played that one. I heard it's great. Uh, so I don't know anything about that. No. That's uh vanilla where they're the guys that did dragon's crown and, uh, right. Odin's, you talked Odin's about this Sphere and right. a bunch of other games like that. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Last of Us Part Two. I definitely don't you know, think it's kind of great. You're just looking at like they're putting the writers, and under Hades it says writer Greg Kasavin, and it's like hell yeah, Greg Kasavin, the name's right there. Where'd it go, man? I know a lot of people gave the Last of Us's story crap, so I'm gonna assume it's not Last of Us. The Last of Us That's story is, I- is well done, like from a storytelling perspective it's just that that people didn't like the story itself that's the weird part i don't know i do feel like that story falls apart at the end but i think it falls apart in a lot of spots strong yeah um i i just don't know if that's enough to knock it down as much as i would love hades to win this i don't think it does i don't think enough people played 13 sentinels for it to win i think that's the only reason i don't think it'll win I've heard yep. people praising the story of 13 Sentinels, but yep. I, it's also, I think it's under the radar. So uh, that would have been my vote, but it, it's no way. I don't think it has the numbers to win. I think it's uh, it's Tsushima or Hades. I, I want Tsushima myself. I'll go Tsushima. I'm, go, I'm going on Tsushima, Tsushima like on pure blind reaction at this point. I don't think it's Tsushima for the story. The story's fine, but I don't think it's anything like amazing. Honestly, I think... I think Last of Us would take it. I, I like the way Hades does its story, but I, I think yeah. it might be too slow of a drip for it to, to take it. It could be, yeah. See, that's almost... I could almost see the argument for Hades taking it because <clears> its <throat> its story is so ingrained in the looping mechanic of a roguelike. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so I could see that giving us some points. Again, though, I, I think they're going to go with the whole, like, dual storyline of uh last of us 2 i think that's going to give it to them. yeah it's probably last of us 2 frankly but eh. best game direction for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design we have uh final fantasy 7 ghost of tsushima hades alex and last of us you know i'll give uh hades to this one yeah, okay. For the exact reason I was just talking about. Yep. I think Hades would take this one. I'll agree with you. Yeah. I'll go with that in Hades. Hell yeah. And then, here we go. The, the actually year. hard one. 
So we have Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Animal Crossing, New Horizons, The Last of Us Part Two. Doom Eternal is not up to the standard. This is for Game, game of, of the Year, year by the way. Yeah. For this moment. is Game of the Year. Yeah. Doom Eternal. This is out. a fantastic list. Yep. I don't know how Doom Eternal got on this list. <laughs> it's a great game. It's a very good game. But this is this is a really outstanding list. Like <clears throat> Doom Eternal aside, these are all very good games that I could see. I could see each one of them taking it. I don't think like, I would Last not of raise us. an eyebrow at any one of these. I don't think Last of Us takes it for the reasons that John was saying earlier. Of it be a little too divisive and the backlash and stuff. Because mm-hmm. especially when it's pitted up against stuff like Animal Crossing and Final Fantasy. <clears throat> for for some reason, them announcing Animal Crossing as the game of the year just feels odd to me. <laughs> like I can't see it. Happening. I know. But remember, I like Animal Crossing came out when the lockdown started so that's why so many people played it so i I totally get it and i think it deserves it i just when i think of them announcing it it just seems wrong like i just can't it would be funny i would be really funny i think i'm actually going to say animal crossing out of these just because i want that to be the case okay You know what's interesting I don't know how- is I heard somebody talking about Ghost of Tsushima <clears throat> and their comment was Ghost of Tsushima is like if aliens came down and said between the years 2010 and 2020, give us an example of what you guys did in video games for open world games. It's just like the perfect culmination of every idea modernized that from the last 10 years that they've been building up to. I thought that was kind of interesting See, yeah, because I, it I does might, employ kinda, a lot of I, mechanics. I might disagree with that for the sentiment on the one hand that it is, it feels like an old Assassin's Creed game. I feel like the the more modern Assassin's Creed games uh, push that further. You know, being able to climb anywhere, having having uh, more engaging open worlds. Um, on the other hand, though, I think Tsushima's narrative is way stronger than any of the more recent Assassin's Creed games. So there's, mm. there's a bit of, it's kind of, a, it has a bit of a duality going there. I don't know how to feel about Tsushima because I really like it, but I don't know how everyone else felt about it. Yeah. I feel sure. like it'll, I feel like when there was, when there are websites that picked like Sekiro as their game of the year, those are the kind of ones that might pick Tsushima. Like this game that not everyone was really talking about, but they really liked no, it. No, everybody was talking about that, Sekiro. That, Maybe it was just your I feel, circle. I don't remember like ever. No, it was yeah, huge. I don't know. It was absolutely huge. Like I know, I know, GameSpot picked it and stuff. But anyway, that's just, that's just kind of how I felt with Ghost of Tsushima. Like, do I just really like it? And I'm similar with Hades. Like, do I just really like it, or does like everyone really like it? I'm like, definitely that way with I don't Hades. Know what bubble I'm in. Yeah, the Hades bubble. I don't know where that, how don't big that is. That. And then I keep thinking of Final Fantasy, and that thing is super popular. I don't think there was enough there, and I think some people are kind of be shafted yeah. by uh, how that game ends. To uh, that, I don't think it's got it. That's kind of what I was thinking of too. Out of the out of the six here, I I don't think it's seven remakes simply because of just where the story ends. Uh, okay. Last of Us Part Two, I don't think has it because of like the the pure split on how you either really love it or you really hate it. Sure. Uh, Doom Eternal just the buzz kind of died down compared to Doom 2016. Listen, Doom Eternal is one of the best games of this year, in my opinion. It doesn't have this. There's no way. 
<laughs> These other ones are way too strong. So it becomes, yeah. it's between Ghost, Hades, and Animal Crossing. I would love for Hades to win it. Uh, I would too. I, don't I, see I still Hades think it's Animal it. Crossing simply because of just like it being the right place, right time game. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, no. That's, that's like the only one I just, I can't see it winning. <laughs> I love Animal Crossing. I played a lot. I played over 100 hours of that game. Yeah, it, it's those last three I can't really narrow down anymore. I, I th- for me, it's like it's like <clears throat> Final Fantasy, Ghost, or Hades. I just don't, I don't know. I feel like all three of those are like equally strong to taking it. Yeah, Ghost, Ghost seems like the most like we're picking a normal ass winner. Yeah, a triple A, the, the most, big like, triple A game, game that's been pushed by the it's major like, company. For sure, yeah. It's it's a it's a it's a style of game we've seen plenty mm-hmm. of. Here's just a really great version of it. Final Fantasy is like, yo, it's Final Fantasy, yeah. And they made a really good remake of the Final Fantasy you wanted. And then Hades is just like the ultimate indie darling. Like but these like, have these are. Are we in a bubble for Hades though? That's the problem. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Clearly not if it made it this this top the the finals right like it's it's in the game of the year list so clearly we can't be. I guess I'm gonna give it to Ghost with the hope that Hades. I hope I'm wrong when Hades <laughs> takes it. I'm a hope for Hades I, too. I but I'm, yeah, I'm definitely. I'm definitely animal. Crossing. I think I'm in the same camp. Put down Ghost. Oh, it hurts, right? It feels wrong, but <laughs> it's probably right. <laughs> the other time, though, I'm having a great time with Ghost of Tsushima. That's a that is a really solid game. I like all six of these are great, in my opinion. Though the only one like I don't care about is this, Animal Crossing. Honestly, but this I've, just makes me really want to watch the Game Awards. Like I just really want to know <clears throat> who who gets it. Um, and. Anyway, God, I hope John, Hades what did wins. you pick? What did you put down? Animal Crossing, Animal but Crossing. I also hope Hades takes it. Animal Crossing. Okay, right, right. Animal Crossing. I think we all agree all that right. we hope Hades takes it, but yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, there you go. Game Award um, nominees. Um, I'm not going like to speak for my co-host. I will be we did a top-down streaming a thing. Plus about that. So, yeah, speaking of Hades, uh, you can listen to TDP Plus. I'm not going to talk for the other two. I will be streaming that and like talking over it, so... At some point, that happens. All right, let's go through these next news stories kind of quick. Just bullet points here. Shadow Complex, that was one of the PS4 games that was not going to be playable on PS5. They patched it, so it is. <laughs> oh, Yay! okay. I wish, they fixed it. I wish they had said what was the reason. That's funny. That's so confusing. But anyways, that you can play that now. Um, GeForce Now is playable on iOS finally through the safari safari doing the same thing that luna is doing okay um which means this is now your only way to play fortnite on an iphone just putting that out there um along with this stadia has said they're doing that which makes sense microsoft has basically said we're gonna do that as well with xcloud my question is how come no one else was saying this until Luna came out and just did it? Did they really not know mm. about it until Luna did it? I, and I think they, they just like, wanted on, someone no. to take the fall. If someone ends yeah. up being the main target, now they can just be like, all right, well, what about them? Yeah. So it's all they're all going to be doing it through a uh, browser. You're going to be playing through the browser. 
hey, I'll take what I can get. I just want my Game Pass on the go. Uh, biggest news of the of the week, maybe of definitely of today. Uh, IO Interactive developers of Hitman are doing a James Bond game. That fits. Yep, that makes. I sense. I can't think of a better pairing. Like, holy smokes! Um, Have they said it? so? This is my first time like getting any of this news. Have they said anything about it at all, or is it just like no? They literally just said a teaser. It's an origin story of how Bond gets the 007 status. Interesting. Okay. Um, this is. I think this is a dream team. I, I am cautiously optimistic. I, the Hitman games are great. IO Interactive, great developers. It's a licensed game, though. Those are just notoriously mm. bad. Like I don't. So that I don't know. What do you think, Paul? You're a, you're a, you're the other Hitman fan here. Uh, if they do something Hitman-ish, I'm in. Uh, I don't really give two fucks about Bond, but if it's a good game, then it's a good game. And that's what I hope they'll do. I sure. think since it's not tied to a movie because you only live once or whatever the new one's called is coming out or would have already been out. So they don't have the tie into that. They're going to have pretty free reign. I think they'll do a good job. I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. Yep. Agreed. All right, Apple announced earlier this week that it is reducing the App Store cut, which, if if everyone remembers, is 30% for developers, down to 15% for developers that have make less than $1 million uh, annual revenue. Ah, okay. So that's close so this, to what Epic does. Epic makes way more than that each year. What? Ep- Epic makes way more than a million dollars. No, 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 that's close to what Epic does on the Epic Game Store. Oh, so you're talking about the cut. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Um this this is I thought you were referencing Epic because no, they're no, 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 less no. of a cut on so yeah, this is not what is gonna help get Fortnite back. No, this is not gonna help Epic in any way. It is gonna help smaller developers a ton. Let's be real, this doesn't happen without Epic throwing the gauntlet though. There's no way Apple yeah. would change. Hopefully, shape. yeah. So Yeah, I I hopefully. Like I we guess we'll see if they're gonna do even more, but uh I hope so. For all the indie devs out there, this is a f- huge win. They yeah. literally just got a raise. Yes. <laughs> so that's cool. Uh, we got a bit of sales numbers on Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Okay. Uh, Ubisoft announced that it sold through more units in its first week than any prior Assassin's Creed game. Holy shit. Okay. So if you thought Assassin's Creed was going anywhere, it is not. Sure. Um, and uh, I believe the... Um, Largest launch for the game series before this was Assassin's Creed 3. Which was obviously really hyped. It was like there the was end of the a trilogy. lot of PR for that. Yeah. It was extremely disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, uh, Valhalla was also the biggest PC launch for a Ubisoft game ever. Okay. Yeah, sure. So good for Valhalla. Uh, we've got some fun Pornhub stats this. involving Among Us. Yeah. Um. I'm just going to read the, these two little points here. Searches containing Among Us on Pornhub began pe- uh, peaking, picking up around September 1st and reached their peak on September 16th with nearly 700,000 searches in a single day. Since September, there's been 4.7 million Among Us searches on Pornhub. 
with an average daily search of 115,000 among us currently rivals Pornhub's most searched games such as Fortnite. I don't who's going to Pornhub and searching among us. Wh- why? A lot of people apparently. A lot of people. <laughs> I do not get why. Uh, what happened on September 16th to make 700,000? Was that like when it got the most popular? Like when it first became a thing? Uh, what, was what there was like a giant streamer that day playing it or something? Usually what does it? Maybe. Yeah. Anyway. That's a weird thing. Halo Master Chief Collection got a pretty serious update this uh, week. Yeah. Um, uh, specifically the the series x and s enhancements it can it now plays at 4k 120 frames per second if you have the right device and screen for it um that's pretty great halo 4 was recently added to that on the pc yep. but uh just as there's a small update good job master chief collection yep other small updates uh mark Mario Sunshine in the All-Stars collection you can now use a GameCube controller for. Oh, that's smart. Yep, for sure. Um, on Fortnite, if you spend any real money on Fortnite for V-Bucks, you're going to get two months of Disney+. Plus. All right. Just, Disney Plus is just everywhere. <clears throat> we talked about Game Pass last week. Now you can get it through Fortnite. Uh, we got some sales figures for the new consoles in Japan. Okay. These are pretty interesting. PS5 disc version, 103,000 units. PS5 digital version, 14,000. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Series X, 16,000. Series S, 4,000. The Switch still managed to sell 93,000 units. Sure. Um, and the Switch Lite, 22,000 units. Okay. Those seem so to make go. a little Xbox bit still not making a dent in Japan. I mean, and, they uh, did more than the digital only edition of PS5, so that's good. They're getting There is a, that's I think that's a pretty interesting distinction is how much of a change between the digital and the disc version for PS5 is. Yeah. Uh it's like it's like 15% of of people wanted that one over the other, so. Mhm. Very interesting for sure. Uh, last bit, I'll give this one to John to talk about. We've got some Nintendo Smash Bros. news. All right. So there's two things going on with Nintendo right now. Um, number one, the Smash Brothers tournament uh, known as the Big House, uh, a well-known Smash Brothers tournament, uh, usually also sponsored by Nintendo, got canceled because they were trying to do Melee Online. So uh, right now, there's a very popular way of playing Melee Online using an emulator called Slippy. It's uh, it adds netcode to melee basically, and lets it pl- so you can play melee online. Uh, basically, everyone got this working since they couldn't meet up in person to do tournaments anymore for melee to try to keep the scene alive. And Nintendo has supposedly, as a result, uh, told them to shut down the event completely. So, uh, including yeah. the the ultimate tournament they were going to do as well. So they have been asked to just shut everything down because of this. Huh. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo even put out a statement saying, Nintendo appreciates the love and dedication the fighting game community has for the Smash Brothers series. We've partnered with numerous uh, Smash Brothers tournaments in the past and have hosted our own online and offline tournaments for the game, and we plan to continue that support in the future. 
Unfortunately, the upcoming Big House tournament announced plans to host an online tournament for Melee that requires use of an illegally use of illegally copied versions of the game in conjunction with a mod called Slippy during their mm-hmm. online event. Nintendo therefore contacted the tournament organizers to ask them to stop. This is the interesting part here. They refused, leaving oh. Nintendo no choice but to step in to protect its IP and brands. Nintendo cannot condone or allow piracy of its IP. Okay. Now they say that, and here is the the quote that Big House put out today. Okay. Big House is heartbroken to share we've received a cease and desist from Nintendo of America Incorporated to cancel our upcoming online event. We were informed we do not have permission to host or broadcast the event, primarily due to the usage of Slippy. Sadly, all our competitions are affected. We are forced to comply with the order and cancel the Big House online for both Melee and Ultimate. Refund information will be sent shortly. We apologize for all those impacted. Okay. So, so this is the thing. I don't know if they actually did refuse it or like i don't know what happened there that's the confusing thing so i'm gonna have the unpopular opinion they're using hacked hardware nintendo can't let that happen like they have to do this like i don't know what else to say nintendo had to step in they're selling apparently admission to a thing where they're using hacked hardware rather than working with nintendo to do something but I think Big News is actually, or sorry, Big House rather, is also one of the biggest Melee tournaments around, which is also probably why they didn't want to drop it. So, I sure. like, I don't know. Nintendo could be lying and saying, like, they didn't comply or they, they refused to. I think it'd be stupid not to refuse or to refuse them uh, when, if they're sponsoring your event. That's, yeah. But... But also, it, this comes the big gray area of with emulators in the first place because emulators themselves are legal. Uh, yep. The ROMs mm-hmm. and ISOs are not, uh, even if it's thing, your right? own. Even if it's your own copy. So, like, apparently, I think Slippy lets you use your disc. I think I don't know how that. I, I have not looked into this part. This is the part where I'm a little lost on. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh huh. Uh. Because slip, if it lets you use your actual disc, then it's technically compliant with yep. all like things that they could be. For sure. So I yep. don't know at this point. Oh yeah, it's a custom version of Dolphin. Then yes, it would let you use a disc. Oh, okay. Is there a way they could enforce that? Because that might be something to look into. That's the problem. That. There's no fucking way to enforce that. Let's be real. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mini discs are already a pain in the ass to run on computers. <laughs> yeah. Discs so, alone. Uh, I don't have a drive yeah, plugged so in right now. More than likely, everyone's just using the ISOs. Uh-huh. That's the problem Nintendo has with it. The, the way they said they refused seems a little suspect to me. It's like, wait, what? Nintendo like, saying they refuse is very like, yeah. what? Okay. <laughs> but also, that makes them look like absolute idiots if they were just like, <clears throat> yeah, we yeah. said no. Yeah, we said, fuck you, dad. We're going to do it anyway. <laughs> not a good uh, not a good thing to do. I don't know. This, uh, this is just a mess. People are very mad at Nintendo. But sure. again, if they just straight up called Nintendo's bluff, then they're idiots. I get they, well, I get they want to do it to keep the fan base going. And they're like one of the longest running Smash Brothers tournaments around. But like that was that was lose lose no matter what you they would have honestly been better just <clears throat> not doing melee for the year even if they would have had a much lower turnout because like they were mainly melee focused versus ultimate they might have like legitimately like lost the ability to ever run their tournament ever again because of this so 
I know Melee is a huge, huge, huge game. Maybe it's time to let it go if you can't do it in person. Like, I don't know. That's like there wouldn't have been a problem if it wasn't for COVID because we would have just had everybody in the same room. Yeah. If COVID yeah. wasn't a thing, this would be <clears throat> this would be a non-issue. So I think this is just uh, just a one year. It's yeah. Should have bit the bullet, unfortunately. I don't know. I but know that like I, I get why people are mad. Opinion. I Nintendo is fine. People are mad and doing this because here's the thing. They had to. Here's the thing that that a lot of like uh, people are mad about. The netcode for Slippy is better than the netcode for Ultimate. Oh, dude! I bet like Nintendo has never done netcode good ever. Yeah, so but that like, doesn't surprise me. This is really dumb that this is a thing in the first place. Basically. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, the whole thing's a mess. And then uh, to to compound that, so people were already kind of mad about that. And then earlier today, a number of people got DMCA claims on their Twitch and YouTube accounts for playing uh, the new Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity game oh. before it came out in North America. But oh. here's the but here's the kicker: it's out in other countries. People in those other countries got DMCA claimed by Nintendo for streaming it before it was out in the U.S., despite not living in the U.S. That's weird. So this is a whole different issue about DMCA in general. But yeah, yeah, that sucks. That that doesn't help for sure. No. So Nintendo, Nintendo's got some uh, got, definitely drew some ire today. Between yeah. Those two things. Sure. Yeah, that sucks. All right. <clears throat> that does it. Um, I'll ask you guys, do you want to do questions or is the show running long? Oh, oh my God, we are in two hours already, pretty much. I say let's push questions to next week. I mean, all I right. don't care. This is literally all it. I do on Thursdays, so whatever. Okay, I'm gonna let's push it to next week because this show is almost at two hours. Um, thanks, everyone who did write in. We will save the questions. We will read them next week. Um, if you would like to write in a question, it is topdownperspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. A couple housekeeping notes. You guys need to keep an eye on the December TDP poll is live now. So vote on what we are going to be playing and talking about at the, at the end of the year. Also, um, if, if you're unfamiliar with uh, the show over the years, at the end of the year, we do a game of the year episode where we talk about our favorite games. We also through the entire month of December. So starting December 1st, uh, we have a community game of the year survey that goes out where we try and get everyone to submit what their games of the year was, what their most disappointing games were. There's a whole bunch of categories. We tally up all those votes and we, we award community uh, slots for each of the categories. Uh, so keep an eye out. We're getting the survey ready. That'll be ready for December 1st. If you're a Patreon subscriber, there's a separate uh, poll as well that you can take part in so you can take part in both because there is a patreon specific category that'll be uh, up on december 1st as well um but either until then uh we will be back next week um uh, we're gonna talk about mega man pretty soon here mega man 11 i think next patreon, week so get excited for that that's, next, that's week next week talk, mega yeah. Man 11 yeah yeah uh, but we'll be back next week see you guys later bye Hi, everybody Thank <laughs> you.